Welcome back to another episode of the Kitman Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at underscore the Kitman Podcast and on TikTok at the Kitman Podcast. Um, lots to talk about this weekend. Start with the big, big game, United Liverpool. Josh, what were your thoughts on that game as a United fan? Uh, uh, in my personal opinion, you know, I'd want to say it's a shame to go away with a point there, but I'm happy to at Anfield. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of chances to win that game, but I think the one point is fantastic. All right, that's fair. Delight, what about you? Josh, are you worried about anything from that game? Anything alarm you about it? <laughs> um, Martial. That's nothing, uh, nothing too new. Not Bruno Fernandez. He was, he was on the left, though. Yeah, I, I was more concerned about Bruno in the midfield. He he doesn't really show up for big games. I will say that. Never. He never does, and I'll stick by that till I die. I I don't know. I don't know if I'll go to that extreme, but yeah, I I I, I definitely support what Delight is saying. Um, Bruno Fernandez doesn't really show up when United need him. I mean, he's he's. No, no, no. Because I think he does show up when. Let me rephrase. Yeah, yeah. Worst opposition against big six teams, he doesn't show up. And I mean, yeah, United have had games. some pretty boring games against big six teams. I mean, that City game also ended nil nil. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the chances created and the, the attack wasn't so optimal during this like. Those tried and true defenses, but you know it's nice to see it's at least you know clean sheets. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's a positive from it. So that's you know. I mean, I I will say the defenses were excellent. Uh, I think Fabinho was super good. Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, and Lindelof were stellar in that game, just blocking every single Liverpool shot that came in. It was super good from them. Yeah, I agree. All the buzzwords they did go through weren't very solid, like so they covered their, you know, the areas that needed to be covered. What were you saying, Delet? I said you're using all the buzzwords. What do you mean I'm using all the buzzwords? Oh, am I? <laughs> Absolutely stellar performance. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'll 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 leave it to Owen to have some buzzwords about uh, that Chelsea Fulham game. Owen, what were your thoughts on that? Do you guys think uh, Fulham were super positive in that first half, right up until they got that red card in the forty-fifth minute? Um, and, How about the tackle from the American? Eh? Yeah, that was very American of him. Just, I saw it from one angle, and I was like, "Oh, that's not a red card." And I saw it from the side angle, and I was yep. like, "Oh, that—that's what." I that's exactly what happened to me as well. I was like, "I was like, red? You're gonna give him a red for that?" But I, in the end, it was a right decision. But I mean, do you Fulham. Think it's too early to. Oh, do you think it's too early to call it Mason Mount FC? Mason Mount FC. Uh, so that's what I was gonna say. Is Mason Mount was really the only bright spot from Chelsea that game? Uh, maybe I'm being too harsh to the Chelsea players, but Werner came in, missed a humongous chance. Um, I'm glad he started Giroud, but 
uh, Giroud didn't really get going. And Fulham were super duper positive in the first half. And I'm surprised, or I'm not surprised, but I, I would say if, if, if Fulham didn't get that red card, they might have come away with a point. Yeah, uh, I think Giroud is honestly your best striker at the moment. Uh, regardless of he's in form or out of form, at, at the moment, he's the best striker. Werner just doesn't seem to believe in himself at the moment. and it, I think he's on that, um, kind of, like, to he's left. He's in his own head, man. Like, it's, you're talking you're about the fraud watch list? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying, I was saying um, Werner's kind of on that same route that Kepler got on, like, just like never really had a great start, and then like just declining ever since because of like people were kind of hating on him, so it was like hacked at his confidence. I do want to. Yeah, go ahead. Solid chance for the game. You cut out. He just. Oh, sorry. He had two solid chances at the end of the game, and it just yeah. he flopped them both. I mean. At least, hit, like, the first one, at least he hit it on target. But, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, he's a he's a Premier League striker. He, it was a whopping sum. That's a lot of pressure to be under right now. I do want to bring back I mean, what one of Dillette's points, where he was saying in an earlier episode that Chelsea don't have that one clear-cut superstar. And they've always had that, whether it's Drogba, Lampard, or someone like that. Do you guys think that's... Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. Oh, it was Mason Mount the superstar? Yeah, they have, they have Mason Mount. That <laughs> <laughs> was naive on the previous episodes. They have Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham. That's all, right. all they need. All right, never mind then. Never mind. I, I was going to say. No, I, I do want to talk about that. I think they messed up in the transfer window by not building around them. Building around their young core? Replaced, yeah, they basically replaced Tammy and Mason Mount. And now both of their replacements are like rotting away on the bench. I think I should have built around them. Yeah, that's true. You know, who am I? Who, who am I to speak on the matter? <laughs> I mean, I I could see a play style where he incorporates both Mason Mount and um, both Mason Mount and Kai Havertz, but it it would be a very awkward play style for sure. Um, bringing uh, I want to talk about the Man City game. Man City, um. Could go top of the league Wednesday, I believe, if they beat Villa. Uh, they have still, they're going to play that game in hand, see what happens. Um, I, I noticed something. This season, every team that has gone into first place, ha- like once they're in first place, hasn't done extremely well. Tottenham were in first place. Now, I think they have two wins in their past like six games. Um, who was it? Chelsea were top of the league, and now they're absolutely stinking it up at the moment. Liverpool were top of the league, and they have not scored a goal in all of 2021 yet in the Premier League. And, I mean, United, uh, nothing bad has happened so far to them. But I do want to say, if City go uh, top of the league this Wednesday, I I could definitely see them uh, getting screwed over because their next couple games are quote-unquote easy. Um, they play, I believe it's Villa, which is a tough game, but then they play West Brom, Sheffield, Burnley. And I want to make a bold prediction here. There's a possible 12 points from that game. 
I'm going to say they only come away with six points from those four matches. It's not a whole lot of faith from your own team. Yeah, man. I, it, it's the first place curse. I'm saying if they go top of the league Wednesday, that, that'll happen for sure. I, I can definitely see it. Into our main segment of the day, we each made a best of the rest combined 11. So it was outside the top six. Both, uh, so we could not use any players from Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Tottenham. Uh, so let's start it off with goalkeeper. Owen, who'd you have in goal? Uh, I put Nick Pope in goal. Nick Pope. Um, Josh, what about you? Okay, but like a disclaimer to my list, I tried to have as much variety as possible. So I wouldn't just have like an yeah, entire... same. So I have Areola. Areola, okay. Dillette? I had Michael in there, even though Leicester, I think, are top six. But we're doing traditional. Yeah, we're doing traditional top six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I also had Nick Pope. Um, I just think I, I was considering Emiliano Martinez, but, you know, Nick Pope had PFA goalkeeper of the year last season, and he's been pretty good so far this year as well. Or, well, in 2020. Uh, Josh, how come you picked Ariola aside from the variety? Well, I, I wanted to put Schmeichel, but I got some Leicester players on there. So. But I think he's solid, you know. I think he's got a tough run, you know, with uh, Fulham. So, I, th- I think he's an okay goalkeeper. I think he's pretty, you know, I think he's really, I think he's solid. I think he needs to come into himself a little bit more. All right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we can't forget he he was on that World Cup winning squad. Obviously, the backup keeper to Larice, but... Still, he, he is a very good keeper. Uh, Dillette, how come you had Schmeichel in there? I think if I'm looking at any goalkeeper outside the top six, he's the first one. I think he's miles clear of basically everyone else there. That's good. He's also a big part of the reason why Leicester are like now becoming like a pretty solidified top six team. I think this is like, ever since they won the league, they haven't finished. I could be capping. I don't think they finished outside of it, though. Maybe a seventh-place finish here. Yeah, no. I think he's a big part of that. Yeah, that's definitely fair. He he is a very, very good keeper. Um, Owen, do you want to defend the Nick Pope again? Uh, I mean, I, I just think he's a solid goalie. I think he's all right up there. And like you said, keeper of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's... I, I think he's high up there. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, moving to right back, did you guys have sh- trouble with this? I-, I had a little bit of trouble with this position. Nah, I had trouble with left back. <laughs> How'd you have trouble at left? Okay, we'll, we'll get to left back, but who- who'd you have at right back, Dillette? I had Lamptey at right back. Lamptey, okay. All right, I like that, yeah. Tariq Lamptey, yeah. Yeah, he- he's my ideal Hector Bellerin replacement. He's your Hector, Hector Bellerin replacement? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, Owen, what about you? Uh, it's Stuart Dallas in the back. Stuart Dallas, really a Leeds player? Oh, let's go. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. Josh, what about you? Matty Cash. Matty Cash, thank you. I had Matty Cash as well. Um, he's. I didn't. I didn't think it was too difficult. I, I like Matty Cash. I think he's pretty solid. So I, mean, I could see. I could see the other. So yeah, I I was considering uh, Tariq Lamptey. Um, it was just holistically, 
who's been best in 2020. And I had to go to the championship for this one because Matty Cash was at Nottingham Forest, but he was stellar in the championship. He's uh, been really good in the Prem, and he, he's helped with the amount of clean sheets that Aston Villa has had. So that, that's why I had him over Tariq Lamptey. Um, Owen, how, how come you went with Stuart Dallas? I just like Stuart Dallas, honestly. But I, I, just, I don't know, outside of the top six teams, like the big six, I don't know too many. Uh, I'm, I'm not too familiar with smaller team players. So it's like Stuart Dallas, I knew him. I know some leads, so I want that. It's fair. He's definitely very versatile. He can shoot. Uh, he can cross. He goes up the pitch. He defends fine. So I think that's yeah. a pretty fair shout. Um, center back, Dillette, who'd you have? You're on mute. Oh, my fault. I was muted. I had Yerry Mina in. Yerry Mina and Willie Bolly. Willie Bolly, okay. The biggest center back partnership in England. You just, you just went with the two tallest guys you could find. Yeah. And I'm a little, he might be recency biased because I just saw Bolly get like a back heel assist. That's fair. Yeah, he had a goal and assist last or against West Brom. Was it this weekend? Yeah, but I think he he. he I mean, has been a big part of Everton's success, and I think Willie Bolly is one of the reasons why Wolves is like one of the most annoying teams to play against. Yeah, that's fair, and I mean Willie Bolly was in my underrated eleven, and I I think he is pretty underrated. Um, he, I think at times he's outshone by Connor Cody, which kind of. Transitions into my center back because I have Connor Cody and Kagler Soyanchu. Uh, Soyanchu. Um, I went with Soyanchu because last last season he got PFA Player of the Year next to Van Dyke, and he's been super solid. He had a little bit of injury problems to the end of 2020, but he he's still a pretty good center back. Um, I went with Connor Cody. I was considering Yerry Mina, but uh, I I just felt like Cody was a better center back in the end. Uh, Owen, who'd you have? Was that Josh? I was going to say, going off that as well, I had Soyanchu and uh, Mings. And who? Mings. Oh, Tyrone Mings. Big okay. Tyrone. Big time. Big man. I, I went with Vestergaard uh, and Jan Bednarik. Oh, Bednarak. Yeah, Bednarak. He, he's been... So you went with both the Southampton center backs, right? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, they're, they're a pretty defensive team. I can see Vestigard, but I, I feel like you've been generous to Bednarak. He, he is a good blocker for sure. Just wanted to keep that duo. Okay, all right. I like that. Got to keep the chemistry. Exactly. Fair that's enough. why I'm on the right side next to Cash. Oh, yeah. Ming's Cash link up. Yeah, me, me and Delight aren't really going for the chemistry links. I wasn't trying to either for the most part. I just kind of <laughs> yeah. Um, left back, I, I thought this one was fairly obvious, uh, but Delight, you said you had trouble I with it. Than, I meant other than Dean Ye. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so... Who, I felt like Everton picks are like low-key top six. I tried avoiding them as much as I could, but this one was kind of... There is literally no one else that I could think of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, outside Robertson and Chilwell, outside of Robertson and Chilwell, he's arguably probably one of the top left backs in the Premier League. Um, I also had Dinier, Owen, and Josh. Who, who'd you guys have? Sam. I thought that was 
too obvious. I put Alioski. Alioski? Okay. I, I like this. I like this. We're supporting Leeds a little bit with this. Uh, yeah, the only player I had, I felt like I had to put one of them on there. Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, uh, that's fair. In my opinion, Alioski is better than Stuart Dallas um, in the wingback position. They both obviously switch all around the pitch, but I like Alioski a bit more than Dallas, so I think that's fair, yeah, if, if you're not going with Luca Digne. Moving into the midfield, uh, Josh, who was your three in the midfield? So I have, like, an attack. And so obviously obviously my team is going to be super attack-minded. So I have Declan Rice and Ward-Prowse and Madison. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. that's You have two of the three that I have. I have Declan Rice because, for me, it was between Declan Rice and my holding position. It was between Declan Rice and Didi and Douglas Louise. But I went with... Um, Declan Rice, because really he doesn't have any major holes in his game, and Didi can sometimes make bad decisions. And Louise one-on-one isn't probably who you want in that situation. So for that reason, I went with Declan Rice, James Madison. And I, I guess I cheated a little bit with this. Um, instead of having him in the left winger position, I used the position argument, and I have Jack Grealish. I thought about that. But, yeah, that's had him there, too. You had him yeah, there too. In my midfield three as well. Okay, good. Okay, I don't feel as bad about it. Uh, sticking with you, Delight. Who no, were your other two? Bad, oh, still feel okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, still feel, yeah, still feel <laughs> bad. Okay, I had I had Grealish and I had uh, James Madison. I, I kind of didn't want to put him in because he was like out for a couple months, but he was still he's still really good. And uh, I had uh, Basuma as my third midfielder. That's fair, Basuma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's not a bad shout. Um, I was considering Jao Moutinho. Was anyone else considering Jao Moutinho? Not even a little. Oh, okay, <laughs> just me. Oh, and who do you have? He's like forty. Yeah, had, uh, yeah. I had uh, Grealish, Zaha, and Rafinha. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, Rafinha and Grealish with the with the winger arguments, I like it. Uh. I I had I was considering Matinho. I want to defend this because he's a he's a pretty good box to box midfielder. Uh, he can definitely shoot. He's he's a set piece threat. But at, in the end, I think James Madison is a better uh, center mid. Interesting. I'm the only one who put Grealish uh, in his natural position in the left wing. Hey man, you, you don't know that he's a left winger for sure. I, I had to accommodate other players. I, I did really too. Like a- do I want to put Ndidi in this, or do I want to put Danny Ings? Yeah. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. Um, if I if I think, if if I'm predicting right, Dillette will have the same left winger as me, but who'd you have at left wing, Dillette? At left wing? Yeah. I had Pedro Neto. Oh, okay, never mind. I went with no, Zaha. Okay, okay, good. I had Zaha too. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, in my, in my notes, I have Pedro Neto um, as the second choice, because, but Zaha is just, I mean, he... Yeah, he's a one-man army up there. Yeah, he's more established for sure. Pedro Neto is definitely coming into his own, though. Yeah. Owen, who'd you have at left wing? 
I'll put James Rodriguez. Oh, you went with James Rodriguez. Okay, okay. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Grealish. He does. He deserves some threats for that one, Owen. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we need to cancel <laughs> Owen. James Rodriguez can't be All having right. that. Can't be having that. But yeah, um, did you guys see that they that they actually revealed they got James Rodriguez on a free transfer? I mean, what a steal! Uh, I mean, Timmy Perry's been out for like majority of the season, but still. Yeah. I can I considered him putting him on there, and the other side, but uh, I just I think I haven't seen enough of him play really in the prem. That's why I didn't consider him at all for for this list at least. I was trying to get people who were good uh, for all of 2020 and consistent throughout 2020. So for that reason, I couldn't use James Rodriguez because he just came into the prem. I didn't really watch him um, outside of the prem, and he's been injured. He, he was he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. Yeah, right. He didn't year. didn't he ride the bench at Madrid? Yeah, yeah. maybe the bench. I, I don't even know if he was there. Yeah. Practice squad. Oh, practice squad. Yeah, but that that's why I couldn't put James Rodriguez in there. I don't get me wrong. I think he's a very very good player. I just haven't seen enough of him to quarantine uh, to qualify him as a as the best left winger outside the top six in 2020. Fair enough. Uh, over at right wing, Josh, who'd you have? Uh, Zaha. Zaha? Okay. Uh, yeah, just to, obviously, I put him on the right to accommodate for Grealish, but, you know, wingers are versatile. Wingers are versatile. That's fair. Owen, what about you? Uh, right at uh, Patrick Bamford. What? In right wing. Yeah, the top. Got to put him on top right wing. To be fair, for the whole year, he did do very well in that first half of the year. Uh, I changed my mind. I'm putting Lukaku at right wing. Yeah, wait. Owen, how would you you put Bamford at right wing? Did I want him to? What do you mean? Uh, no, you can't slate him for that. Actually, I'm going to back you up here, Owen. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're putting Bamford at right wing? Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, you know what? It, it, you, you wrote it down. I disagree, but sticking with the Leeds theme, I had Jack Harrison at right wing. I, I think he's a chance-creating machine. He's skillful. He's all-around a good player. Um He's created six big chances so far this season, and Patrick Bamford has ten goals. As striker, put him on right wing. He'll still score ten. No, dude, he's a number nine. All right, bro. Like, I I just want to recap. So far this episode, Owen has said James Rodriguez and put Bamford at right wing. I, I just want to put that out there. I can put him where I want to put him. I didn't want to put him at center because I put someone else at center. Okay, fine. Dang, y'all are going to hate who I had at right wing. Who'd you have at right wing? I had Danny Ings. <laughs> Why? What is happening? <laughs> also a, a poor decision. Like, I could see him. You could, I'm sure he'd be fine there, but it's... He's not a winger. This is meant to be like a real... This isn't, this isn't like a real-life team. I just threw three forwards up there. But I would have I I put Vardy on the right. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have Vardy out there. I did the same. I think Vardy... Vardy's too important through the middle for me. Yeah. 
I went the same as Delette. I didn't go like basically fully a position. I went like forward, midfield, defender. Just threw him in there, kind of. Did like kind of like what do they do in fantasy? They just throw him in there at the position. They do good. They do good. I I don't know what type of fantasy you're playing, Owen, but it. Trying to figure out like what kind of. Yeah, because. Teams. It we decided on a four three three, and. I ha- I went by who was the best at left wing at right wing in 2020, obviously outside the top six. So I I think. You guys want my real answer? Oh, okay. okay. I I thought. You say, no, no, Ings was my real answer, but you're making me put a an actual right mid. I'm gonna say Theo Walcott or something, dude. Okay, yeah, fine. I Theo just Walcott. don't think I just don't think Theo Walcott's worthy of that. Okay, fine. Uh, you had Ings. Owen had Bamford. Uh, let's move up to striker. Uh, Delette, who'd you have? Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Okay. Owen? Jamie Vardy. Jamie didn't have Jamie Vardy? Josh? Yeah, who, did, who didn't have Jamie Vardy? Not me. We all had Jamie Vardy. Is that the only one we all agree on? Yeah. All right. Looks like it. Jamie Vardy, the great man up top. But yeah, um, I was considering Calvert-Lewin and Ings, but Vardy won the golden boot. Uh, last season. With huh? That's not even a consideration with Calvert-Lewin. He does not hold a candle then. Yeah, that. yeah. So that, that's what it was for me in the end was Vardy's just a better quality striker and already 16 goals and assists this year so far. And we're not even halfway through the season. Just, yeah, that's our um, outside the top six best of the rest. Uh, 2020 team of the year. So thank you guys for joining us in this episode and we'll catch you guys in the next one. See you then.